Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 71. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and Eric Fisher is still on his media fast, but I am very delighted to bring to you once again our very good friend, Justin Luca Savage from CoachRadio.tv. Justin, welcome again to the Social Media Serenity Show. Hey, thanks for having me, Cliff. Man, you're getting really good at saying that last name. I am Luca Savage. It's fun. It is a fun name. You know, <laughs> the weird thing is, is, is I remember when I was a kid. I, you know, I, I was never really all that excited about my last name Ravenscraft, and and especially how long it was to spell and all this other stuff. And and as I got older, especially since I started podcasting, some people I said, you know, they said, "What's your name?" And of course, you know, who has the name Cliff? I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's like, who has the name Cliff? And and so when people ask me, so what's your name? And, and I said, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft. They said, no. And I'm like, what? Because nobody has that cool of a last name, Ravenscraft. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I've never heard this before. And then I'll, it's like ever since I started podcasting, when I talk to people from all over, everybody compliments on how cool the last name Ravenscraft is. You could be like a samurai warrior or something. Something. I have no idea. But anyway, <laughs> I am so delighted to have you on the show. One, obviously, last time you were on, we talked about the power of LinkedIn for your business. Lots of positive feedback. I am very delighted to bring you back to the uh, the gspn.tv uh, community uh, with some further insights on social media and business. Yeah, man, it's uh, I'm excited to share anything I can do to help. I'm always here to do that. That I know for sure, my friend. And of, co- of course, I want to encourage people uh, just real quickly. And I'll probably remember to say it at the end of the show. But go check out CoachRadio.tv. Justin has a great podcast over there. All inspirational content. Uh, he shares a lot of people's stories of success. And then he also has a lot of shows that he does where he just gives some great insight uh, on on business and ways to think about business. And uh, Justin's been a great source of encouragement to me personally, and and I consider my my life and my business to have profited from our friendship. So I thank you for that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and the feeling is very mutual. <laughs> you're you're always there when I need something. <laughs> very cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a look at the show notes that you and I have shared with one another. Where do you think we should start today in in this special episode? Well, so. You got in touch with me and said, "Hey, let's talk about how social media has helped build a business." And you know, I think people have heard some examples of that. I think it's it's powerful to continue sharing examples of of what social media can do in a business. But for especially for the, the people are going to listen from from you know all different backgrounds. If they've listened to Social Media Serenity for a long time, they're certainly familiar with social media. But some of them are out in the periphery. I think. And they're trying to figure out, is this social media thing, can you really use it for business like, and, and actually profit from it? And, and I think, especially listeners to this show, there are going to be fewer, fewer of those. But then there's going to be a lot of people that are in the middle that are, that are just thinking, man, I still have no clue how to make this work and how to figure it out. And then even fewer still that are up on the upper level that, yeah, hey, social media is really working for me and my business. Uh, and, uh, and I've got it somewhat figured out, but I'm always looking for more tips. So I think anybody along those, you know, in one of those three groups is going to benefit from this just in the power of, uh, of social media. And I don't know about you, Cliff, but social media is just huge for me. I mean, most of my clients end up finding me online. Yeah, uh, th- there's no question about that. I mean, I, I certainly have, I, I still have some of the traditional, um, you know, Google search, you know, going directly to my website kind of deal. But but certainly Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn uh, are sources of at least at least 40 to 60 percent of my 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 new clientele. Mm-hmm. And I would even, you know, I'd throw some, I guess, more traditional things. I was going to say email and now it's actually a traditional thing. But I even consider that social media because 
we, we kind of talk about this as we get going, but it's not just, hey, I talk to somebody on Twitter and all of a sudden they become a client or they buy something. There's this progression and, and it, it kind of cycles through Twitter, Facebook, all of that stuff through an email relationship. So all of a sudden we're talking on the phone and we're sitting there trying to think, how did we meet each other? Right. And it was from long, long ago, maybe a year or two ago. Um, that we kind of ran into each other on Twitter or something, and likely we can't even remember how <laughs> that actually happened. You know, so we can- if you're going to include email in social media, and and this is weird for me because I I, I consider, I guess maybe I've in my mind I've segmented social media as social networks, but honestly, I mean, a blog is social media. And, yep. and there's no doubt that a podcast is social media. But for some reason, and I think it's probably because of the fact that, you know, I'm a podcast consultant. How can I say my, you know, obviously my business has benefited from social media because my business is social media. So, so for me, when I think social media, I'm, I'm literally thinking of the networks. For, just for me, in, in my mind, I'm thinking Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. But if you consider social media, you know, and you include your blog, well, actually 100% of all of my business is social media. Yeah, yeah. And a huge, and even, I mean, we can take this off and say, we can expand this to even offline businesses. Something I tweeted out yesterday, I left the office about two o'clock yesterday, went to Home Depot. My wife and I are making a bed, or I should, should say that she's making a bed, which means that I am. So, so we're building this thing. And I went to Home Depot. We were there the night before, bought all of this stuff. And I bought this nail gun. It took me forever to find somebody because... Apparently, Home Depot is worried that people are going to steal these things, even though they're big and you can't put them in your pocket. So they're way up out of reach. They have to find somebody to uh, to go way up to the top of the ladder and stretch and, and reach it. Well, I got the wrong one. So I went back there. I had like three other things that I needed to, to buy. Had them in my hand. And I went back, found the nail gun, and I'm looking. And I see it way up. It's like five shelves up there. I mean, it's almost in the ceiling. And I can't find anybody. I'm walking up and down all of these big, long aisles. Can't, I just put my stuff down and I left and I went to Lowe's. And on my way over there, I tweeted and I said, it, just to the fact that, hey, I can't, you know, couldn't find anybody. I'm done. I'm just the customer service. It's probably just my Home Depot, but I'll walk right past the cashier who's staring out the window four feet from her. She doesn't even say anything. And I walk into Lowe's and I was there again this morning. And so many people were, were saying, hey, how are you? You know, good morning. Anything I can help you? And I'm like, this is awesome, you know? And so I tweeted that out yesterday. Well, Home Depot answered me uh, on Twitter and they said, oh my gosh, hey, tell me about the situation. Uh, Direct message me. Let me know what's going on. And now, unfortunately for them, it's too late. I mean, I'm just, this has happened a ton at this Home Depot and I'm just done with it. Lowe's is, is so much better here for me. And they're like two blocks from each other. Right. So social media, even in a business that, yeah, they sell stuff online, but for customer service and for all of that, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. Ray here in the chat a few few uh, posts back says, uh, what's the return on social media? And Gary Vaynerchuk's fond of saying, what's the ROI of your mom? I mean, it's what when somebody, <laughs> when you walk into a Home Depot and somebody says, or Lowe's in this case, hey, how are you? I hope you have a good day. And I returned something this morning. The lady was just great. And that's not always the case at Lowe's. So I'm mean, not making that case, but I returned something and she was just so nice and happy to help. And I'm turning around. She said, have a blessed day. And I'm like, whoa, what, what was this? You know, at, at Home Depot, in my case, I'm excited just to find somebody that can scan the thing and return it for me. Right. And what's the return on having an employee put somebody in a good mood that walks into the store? Yeah. It's huge. But can you measure that? No. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of what social media is about. Exactly. That is exactly it. Let me ask you this. Do you know what Indicia is? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So you, you do know about the Indicia. Did you know? So do you use Indicia? Um, I don't. And in fact, I know the story about how you ended up getting that. Jeff Jones, yes. who told you about that, yeah. is uh, a client of mine. And actually, I found out about that through uh, Dan and Ashley Miller uh, because they use it at 48 Days. Oh, and see? you probably didn't know that. I did not know that. So, so check this out. I, I I had no idea that I had this guy named Jeff Jones following me on Twitter. hadn't had never heard of him before. N- no clue whatsoever. I, I don't even have the. You know, I don't even. I actually got to the point where I turned off the notification where it tells me when people start following me. 
um, because I was starting to get really caught up in to too many other things. And so I just wanted yeah. to just build relationships naturally, organically as they come up. So anyway, this guy who goes by Jeff Drummer on Twitter, I had no idea he was following me. But one day, my, my parents said, you know, hey, for our insurance agency, we want to get new online postage. Uh, we want to do away with our old postage meter with Pitney Bowes. We want to go with stamps.com. We heard a lot of people say that. Can you figure out what stamps.com is and check it out? Well, I looked into stamps.com and I'm like, okay, and, and stuff like that. And and I asked online, I said, hey, does and I didn't want to actually predispose anybody to tell me that stamps.com is the way to go. So mm-hmm. what I did is I said, does anybody out there have any recommendations for online postage ser- ser- service? Uh, I'd love to know any feedback that you have. Out of the blue, some guy, you know, at Jeff Drummer says on Twitter, says at GSPN, definitely go with the Dymo. He says the Dy- Actually, he says this is what he said. The Dymo Turbo 350 printer and Indicia changed my business overnight and it really did for him (laughs) and so so that's uh, all of a sudden and then i'm like who is this jeff drummer and i'm thinking is this uh, is this jeff drummer somebody that works for indicia and and has has keyword searches and started following me and is so i actually clicked through and and then of course i love how twitter's now showing me who we're both connected to and i saw that he's connected to you and andy and a bunch of it's like okay well wait a second this guy is in a circle of people who with with whom I have a lot of trust and, and, and a lot of friendship with. And it's like, so this guy obviously found out about me through this network of people. And so based upon who I knew he was related to, I had a lot of faith and trust in somebody I've never heard of before. Right. And, and, and so I immediately, I started researching this, this printer and this service and then get this on top of this, at Endisha, E-N-D-I-C-I-A, which, by the way, I've never heard of before in my life. Never heard of. Yeah, kind of a random name out there. Exactly. And if I would have went to their website in, in my search, I guarantee I would not have gone with their service. Their, their website just was not overly impressive to me. Uh, so, so I probably would have never chose them, even if I would have found them in the search and did some side-by-side comparison stuff. But because but what happened was at Andisha says at GSPN online postage is what we do is what we do for a living or or whatever is what we do and uh, check us out and if you have any questions let me know so I actually went at Andisha if you're really all that interested in my business why don't you set up an appointment to talk to me by phone he actually called my assistant. <laughs> And set up an appointment to talk to me. And I'm just, it's just blowing me away how quickly this is all coming together. He and he spent, this guy from Indicia, spent about 35 minutes on the phone with me answering every minute question I had. And as a result of all of this, I am, my parents' insurance agency is not using stamps.com. They are using Indicia with a Dymo 350 turbo printer, and it has changed their business overnight. Get it's, this. This in, in one thing, and then I'll finally shut up and I'll let Justin talk. <laughs> but check this out. Check this out. Yesterday, I will, and, and I, I know for a fact Jeff will not mind me saying this. Yesterday, I received $300 from Jeff Jones for consulting services for two hours as I helped him set up his podcast for his website. All of that through social media. Mm-hmm. Here, I, not only did I through social media, through through Twitter, <laughs> just through Twitter alone and, and through the relationships that are built through this, through this, per, through all of this, Jeff started following me because he probably heard about me through you guys Jeff follows a little bit of who I am, what I'm about. He sees that I throw out a request. He makes a he makes a suggestion based upon his experience. I follow through. I find it to be extremely valuable. I send a thank you to him. We have a little bit of interaction back and forth. He says, "I he says, can I call you? I, I'd like to talk to you about what how you might be able to help me with the podcast." We talk for a few minutes. He schedules a two hour call, and I I mean, this is a guy I didn't know two weeks ago. And now he's a client, and not only that, but he's a great client. And and I, now I consider him to be a friend. We had a great 
time yesterday in our two hour consulting call. And I have no doubt that the relationship I formed with him over the last two weeks and specifically during our call yesterday is going to benefit me and my business greatly in the coming years. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's going to be some people that are like, yeah, but you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do stuff on Twitter and all of that. And, and that's, that's okay. But what if people are out there and they're trying to find you on Twitter and you're not there and you're complaining about how bad business is? It doesn't, it, it, it's okay if you don't want to do stuff on Twitter or Facebook, but you ought to have a presence there. And there's, there's four steps to when we, we talk about social media. In fact, Edward asked a question here. Uh, how important is blogging on your own website or WordPress for the social media marketing mix? And I'd say it's incredibly important. Oh, yeah. It's, it's vitally important depending on your business. I mean, so we, we've got some instances here where the Home Depot, for instance, and Lowe's, I don't know if they have a blog. They probably don't. They might. They've got some really good helpful info on their, on their site that might as well be in a blog format. Um, but let's say that they don't because I, I don't think that they do. They can still monitor what's happening out there on Twitter in this case and reach out to people and say, hey, man, I'm sorry that you had a bad experience. Or Lowe's could have reached out and said, yeah, hey, come on over. Or you know what would have been really impressive? I will never step foot in a Home Depot again except in the case of not being able to find something at Lowe's. <laughs> but I, I would never step foot in there if Lowe's had responded and said, oh man, I'm sorry that you had that bad experience in Home Depot. Let us make it up to you and let me give you a 10% off. Right. You know? Yeah. How, how crazy would that be? Well, let me tell you something. I, while you were talking, uh, Home Depot has probably one of the most beautiful looking blogs I think I've seen in a, in a company. Well, there you go. There you go. It is ext.homedepot.com slash community slash blog and uh it is it is a beautifully i mean and i and i say this uh and trust me i'm i'm a snob when it comes to this it is a beautiful looking blog in fact anybody who's thinking about doing a blog for your business go to home d go to this (laughs) site and mimic this thing I, oh my gosh! I'm looking at this. I'm I'm telling you, they've they've got like they've got a com- combination of video, text, um, pictures, absolutely gorgeous. They have the share buttons. Oh gosh, yeah. They Home Depot, great blog. I can't believe that they don't have a link on their homepage. Yeah, it's crazy. I I I just did a Google Maybe search for I did a Google search for Home Depot blog. That's what I had to do. Maybe they do. Let me go back to their. Uh, I don't see it on here. Yeah, it crazy. looks it looks a lot like their uh, like their website in a blog format, mm-hmm. and you can buy stuff you know directly from there. Yeah. It's, oh yeah this this looks really good. It, it's I a think, great blog. I I think that I actually knew that they had one, but I've never been to it. Well, here's here's what I say. You know, the blog it, and, and for businesses, especially if you're if you're going to have a social media mix, I think I, I would say. No matter what kind of business you are, I think I think a blog is important for a social media mix because what here here's the thing: social media is is great. It does allow you. I think one of the purposes of social media allows you to tell people about what you have to offer. It gives you a presence to to share a little bit about that. But the important thing here is the two way communication that social media brings to the mix. It allows you to build a relationship and and to connect with your your consumers, your clients, your customers, whatever you call those people who provide you income, right? For mm-hmm. your business. The thing is, you know, having a website, it's great to actually have, you know, help documents and 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 stuff like that. But what if all of a sudden something happens and and you see a major trend of people communicating to you through your fan page or through your Twitter stream and stuff like that? Well, it's it's easy to create a blog post that will take you know the you know the overarching theme of what all this overwhelming feedback that's coming in and to write a blog post to address the concerns or the questions or or the theme that happens to be coming and to do a blog post specifically related to that you can even bring in some quotes from some things people asked and answer them directly it's a great place and what you're doing and I always consider this when you have a social media strategy the whole idea of strategy is, is well, what, what's the point? What's the point in all of this? And I want to drive people back to my brand. 
And I don't want my brand to live on Twitter. I don't want my brand to live, to, to have its actual physical residence, full-time residence on Facebook. Because if those go away and something else comes along more popular, I don't want my presence over there. I want, I want what I do and who I am to exist in my own home on the web. Right. That's kind of your, that's your home base where, pe- where you want to send people back to. Right. So there, there are ways, Edward, to, to do it where you can get around not having a blog. But I, I think it's imperative. I mean, in 99.9% of the time, you need to be having a blog and that's your home base. But, but don't make the mistake of saying, everybody's going to come find me. They're going to find me on Google. They're all going to find me on my blog. They're going to tell everybody about it. And you never leave there. You, you have to leave there. Yeah. So the, the very first thing that you've got to do is you've got to create outposts. You've got to go to these other places. You know, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn are obviously the big three, but there are a ton of social media networks out there. You guys seem to find them every week that nobody's ever heard of. And yep. you have to figure out where you want to be and where your, where your target market and your ideal clients are hanging out. Exactly. And you have to be spending time there. You have to be doing searches for the content that's coming from those places that you care about that's related to you, your name, your company, your brand, your business, your competitors. You have to stay on top of those things. Monitor those conversations and jump in when you can. Yeah. So you have to create those outposts and then you have to create content. And you, that content that you create can be shared on those outposts. So it's, you know, oh, maybe a year or two ago, the, the big thing was everybody started creating these Ning networks back when they were open and free to everybody. You could create a Ning network. And a lot of them just bombed. They were ghost towns. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm going to start my own social network. And it was a good idea, but they could never drive any amount of traffic or get, get people to sign up for it. So the, the cool thing about it is, is that you don't have to have your own social network. I mean, Facebook has over 500 million users. It, it's like if you, if you have a product and you're selling a product and it can be easily shipped, you ought to be selling it on eBay or at least have a presence there. That's like 75 million. I'll probably have that number wrong, but some, somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 million active users on, on eBay. I mean, yeah. it's the largest marketplace in the world. You need to be, along with Amazon, you need to be in those places. So don't, ex- don't expect all these people to find you and your website. Be out there and, and interact with people and create stuff and then send them back. Not, not by, not by, in, in forums are a good, are kind of a good um, example here, is that you can go into a forum, be very helpful. People will, will perceive you as an expert if you just answer their questions. Even if you don't know all of the right answers, you can research and help them find the right answers, and they will find you. Don't be blatant about saying, and visit me on my website. Here it is. You know, you can put stuff in your signature and link back to helpful content, but if people like you and they find your stuff helpful, they're eventually going to find their way back. I mean, if you're yeah. doing that on Facebook, they're going to connect with you, and they'll see links back to your website. Yeah, and that's that's the important thing is is that um, you know, here, here's here's the situation. Like for example, I cannot remember a time ever where I've invited somebody that I really have never met before. Somebody just said, "Hey, here's somebody cool," and you call them up on the phone and say, "Hey, would you like to come over for dinner at our home?" Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it, you know, it's not like that. How, usually, you're int- I get introduced to people at church or you know at the gym or. Or, you know, we go, you know, I go out with some friends to, you know, an event like going out to bowling or, or, <coughs> excuse me, maybe a Super Bowl party. And that I get to meet somebody there. I interact with them there. I talk about things there. But I don't sit there and say, hey, do you know how cool my house is? And why don't you come to my house? It, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. what we do is we develop a relationship in the place that we, we organically meet one another. And hopefully over time, if there's a desire, that says, you know, hey, why don't you go from over our place for dinner one night? And, and it becomes very, it, the, the invitation to come over for dinner isn't awkward. It's kind of like, well, yeah, it's about time we, we get to know each other. I mean, we know each other that well. I feel comfortable coming over for dinner. Or, you know, there, back when I used to sell insurance, you know, I, I, whenever I was introduced to somebody at like a Christmas party at, at church or something like that, somebody says, you know, I meet somebody for the very first time. They say, hey, what do you do for a living? And I say, oh, I'm, I, I am a, I'm an insurance agent. I sell auto, home, life and health and business insurance. 
you know, and, and I pretty much let it go at that. I don't sit there and immediately the first time I meet somebody say, matter of fact, I'd love to talk to you about your policies. If you wouldn't mind uh, coming into my <laughs> office, I could schedule an appointment right now on my PDA that I have right here. You know, it's like, no, that's not how it works. You you develop that friendship. You get to know somebody. And then over time, um, either, you know, they say, oh, man, I, you know, we we're, we're you know, my wife just had this accident and our insurance is being canceled. You know, it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe I can help you out with that. Would you like to come into the office? Or or maybe they just, over time, they say, you know what, man, my insurance rates just went up. You know what, Cliff says he's doing this, and I, I've come to really like him. I'm going to go and make an appointment to come to his office to work with him. That's how it mm-hmm. works in real life, and that's how it, how it best works in social media. And insurance salesmen sometimes get a bad rap for doing it the way that you describe because it doesn't work. Exactly. It's- it's kind of like a marriage. I mean, if you think about it in those in those keys, if you're in somebody's face and then you're out on a first date with them and you're like, hey, will you marry me? I mean, that does happen sometimes and that happens in social media and it works, but it's extremely rare. It's, it's, a, long, it's a long process. Social media is, well, here, here's the thing. A lot of businesses will say, I need more business. I, I need more revenue. I can't stay in business unless I have that. So you know what? All right, I'm going to advertise. And what advertising does, advertising is is almost always, it's a form of marketing, but it's almost always the most expensive and the least effective for the smaller guys. Now, again, we can pull out some random cases where it's very, very effective and it works. But social media is very inexpensive, if not free. It'll cost you a lot of time in, in most cases, but it's extremely, extremely effective. And so here's what a lot of people will start doing when they're in business. They'll go out and they'll, hey, somebody told me I need to be on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, right? I I heard Cliff talking about it. So they go out there and they get on that. Hey, and I need to create a blog, right? I heard these guys talking about it. So I'm going to do that. I created like five blog posts. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try to convert people into clients. And that doesn't work. But that's what every single one that'll tell you that social media does not work. That's the exact process that they try. They yeah. got three of the four steps right. What they missed, they had steps one, two, and four. They missed step number three, which is to interact with people. Yes. You have to connect with them. These are four steps that Andy Traub and I, who most people know, um, created a, an online course called Making Sense of Social Media. And these are the four steps that we take people through. You have to, you have to be on, on those outposts, establish your presence online, create those blog posts, interact with people that's how they're going to find out about it and then you can convert a portion of them but it's a long-term thing and it's frustrating and that's what people don't understand is that when i'm connecting with people it's like a sometimes it's a six-month process sometimes it's a two-year process that i've known them for so long and that's how we end back up in this conversation on the phone and saying how did you hear about me how did we first connect and it's like Hey, we're really good friends by the time we're working together. Yeah. It's not, I don't know anything about you. I know a lot about you because we've known each other for a long time. Yes, exactly. And, and so basically what we've talked about is, is you, I love the, the way that you break it down into the four stages. You got to create the outpost. So, you, so be out there on Twitter, be on Facebook, be in LinkedIn, be in the places where your target audience exists. Um, you know, and, and by the way, I, I, I think probably what I would like to add is D, online forums or, oh, or list serves. Now, of course, we don't use that language anymore. They ca- usually call <laughs> yeah. them like What's that? Google groups or face. <laughs> the, the new Facebook groups are really great, by the way. Yeah. Um, also, the groups in LinkedIn that we talked about. But anyway, mm-hmm. but there are still there. There are plenty of online forums and and just email groups of surrounding various niche topics and if you have a business devoted to one of those niche topics by golly maybe it's not twitter it's not facebook it's linkedin but it's a group of people socially connecting through an online tool by golly be in be on be a member of that online forum and again the idea there is not to go there and advertise your messages but your idea is to do two things create good content for that existing community don't feel like you have to actually create all the content on your own site, although you should be 
simultaneously creating good content on your own site that people can organically come back to and you can organically say, you know what, I did an entire episode of this podcast about this topic. If you want, you can link to it right here and listen. Or I could actually even place the link to the MP3 file. I don't even have to force them to come to my site. I can actually just say, you know what, it's here. And of course, if it's really good, then they'll say, oh, I want more of that. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so simultaneously creating content on your own site, but also creating content, conversation, good information in the existing network that you have found where you've created your outpost. Um, and then I love the idea. It's interacting with people. But I, let's talk about the different ways of interacting with, uh, with people. Yeah, and you know, you named all of these things, and we could go on and on and on. And when I give presentations, I have a list of, I think it's 27 places that you ought to be and just different online tools. You, you can be in all those places. You, there's no way. Ray says, work until your eyes bleed. You That's can what do that. Gary and, says. Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, you can, you can have, I mean, you could do this 24 hours a day and not even hit a fraction of what you could be doing, right? I mean, in, in Home Depot has, I think, four or five people on their team, on a social media team. That's what they do full time. Yep. At Gatorade, man, they've got a command center to where they do this. I think they have eight or 10 people that do this full time. That's all that they do. And so there's no way that we could ever do that. But I do think that we have a huge leg up on the, the big brands. So we won't even have to talk about them. Um, so there's all of these different places. Even if you don't see any benefit, go in there and create your account. I mean, there's countless examples that we could give where some, you know, especially with the big brands, because they've screwed this up so much, where, where you know, something happened on YouTube and you want to respond to something like that on YouTube. And these guys don't even have an account. Go on there, grab all of your accounts for these things and set some of your pages up. It'll take you some time, even if you don't think that you need them or you're going to use them. It's kind of like saying, you know what? I don't see any value in having a phone. I just, I, sp- I, get, I waste so much time on, on a phone that I'm just, I'm not even going to install one. <laughs> and and that's fine. If, that's fine if you say that. But what if people are out there and they're not? And so you're like, you know what? I'm only going to use email. And and somebody says, I don't. And and your target market. Let's say your target market is uh, seniors, like 75 and older. And, they, and a lot of some of them don't even have computers. And they're looking through and they're like, I, I, how do I find this guy? I mean, I somebody He's not told in the them, phone book. Yeah, I can't. I can't write. <laughs> Right, and so it's kind of, and that's fine if that's if that's what you want, that's fine. But that's what exactly what you're saying with social media is, yeah. Hey, there might be people on Twitter and Facebook trying to contact me, but I waste a lot of time by going on there. So yeah. I'm just not even going to create it. You know, so, so Seth Godin, um, I played a, a clip from him, and if anybody ever had a better, uh, the best argument for not having a presence on Twitter, I think Seth Godin gave it. But I still completely disagree with him. Uh, I don't think he has to actively engage on Twitter, but I think that he misses, I do think he misses an opportunity by not having a presence on Twitter for people to reach out to him. Yeah, I agree. I think Seth is as big as he wants to be. Yeah, that, exactly. The question is, is you know, Seth to me isn't a guy who's saying, I, I really need to bring in more revenue for my business right now. Yeah. You know what I would do? I If I, this is, I'm sure Seth gets, well, Seth doesn't even listen, so he doesn't care. I was going to say, I'm sure Seth gets a kick out of here and people say, if I were Seth, that'd, <laughs> that'd be funny. If I were, we should write a book and just compile all those and send it to him. That would um, be a good one. I, so I get a lot of emails, not as many as, as he does. And I've certainly talked to Seth on, on email. Uh, Chris Brogan and I were talking on email yesterday. So you can reach all of those big people. I would much rather have a conversation with somebody on Twitter, and especially through a DM. Because it's 140 characters. Yeah. Max, that's it. Except these people that are using these programs to where they can run over and type forever and you have to click the link. Those drive me nuts. <laughs> um, but but I, would, I would much rather have that. But so interacting with people is listening to those conversations, monitoring. And here's a formula for, for anybody that wants to, is trying to figure out how, how much time do I spend online? How do I do it? I personally spend about two hours a day doing social media type stuff. Now that doesn't include email. I said email is part of social media, but I don't include uh, replying to emails. So about two hours a day, and I think that's a good starting place for a lot of people. But if you only have 30 minutes, you can do it in 30 minutes. So don't say, well, I don't have two hours. 
but you can still do it. Here's how I break that down. About 25% of how I spend my uh, those two hours is monitoring, reading other people's blogs, subscribing, uh, getting Google alerts, but subscribing to those blogs, getting Google alerts, doing Twitter searches. All the stuff that you guys talk about, um, I, I have some things set up to where... Uh, Twitter search, for instance, I have that all set up through Hootsuite, and there's a number of tools that you can that are free out there, where I don't have to go in there and set them up every single day. I just scan through and see what's new. I get Google alerts. You can do that through RSS, but I prefer to get those emailed to me as they happen. And then I subscribe to blogs, and I've done some uh, s- some tutorials on how I use Google Reader and a couple other services that we can link through in the uh, the show notes for for how I do that. But monitoring, seeing what people are talking about, whether it's you, your competitor, your business, your name, your brand, whatever that is. So 25% of your time for doing that, 25% for creating, which is creating content, written blogs. There's three things that you can do on a blog. You can write, you can speak, which is what we're doing. All it is is an online radio show or a podcast, and you can do video or you can do a video blog. I do a lot of video, but I still don't call it a vlog because it's not, it's not just consistently video. I do some a different uh, trail talk series, usually on the weekends where I go out and I'll, I'll walk between 6 and 10 miles out in the woods, and I'll just record some thoughts, and they're two minutes or less. But 25% of that time for creating, if you have any extra time in your day, create more. Mm-hmm. Most people don't spend enough time creating. And then the other 50%, is for commenting and talking to people, leaving comments on blogs, on, on your competitors. If there's big people that you want to get in touch with and they have a blog, the best way and the, the first way, follow them on Twitter and wherever else they are, but then comment on their stuff. Even if they're not commenting back to you, they know who you are. I've done this with some really big people. Uh, in fact, Michael Hyatt, I've commented a lot on his blog and then I sent him a, a message on Twitter and he replied right back to me. Right. I mean, so he knows who I am. Uh, and promote other people. There's, there's a big thing where you hear a, a lot of people say, you know, talk about other people 10 times, 15 times more than you talk about yourself. So for every 10 times you talk, talk about somebody else, then you're allowed once to talk about yourself. I, I understand where that's coming from, but if I'm following you on Twitter, I want to know what you have to say and not just what other people you're following have to say. So... Th- th- the reason that people are saying that is with really good intentions. It's to promote other people and, and to, to really highlight what other people are, are doing. And not it's not just this one-way communication. I mean, that would also be boring. Oh, Justin's eating a sandwich. Oh, Justin's in his car driving. Now, Justin can't find something that he needs at Home Depot and he's going to Lowe's. Right? That would get really boring. So talk about other people, but I do want to know what, what you have to say. And then this is an opportunity for you to also highlight that content that you're creating on your own blog. So 25% for monitoring, 25% for creating, and then another 50% for commenting and talking to other people. And I think this is real similar to what uh, Chris Brogan would say. I think he's talked about this uh, a few times. Yeah. I, and, and, and that is exactly similar. It's very similar to the formula formula that I use. And of course, I've never really thought about the percentage wise, but, um, but certainly that is exactly the way that I have just organically started using social media. And, and of course, I've certainly gone to the point where I've been more extreme on one end of the spectrum than the other, for example, more creating and less commenting and talking to people. And, mm-hmm. and you start to, I mean, when you have people that are in real relationship with you, you get some honest feedback re- related to that. Whether you want that honest feedback or not, sometimes you get a little bit of that. And so it's like, man, it, it seems like there's a whole lot of, you know, promoting of, you know, webinars and, and online sales and, and all this. But, you know, I, I miss hearing about what's going on with you and your life and, and stuff like that. You know, little balance is, is nice there. And so sometimes I can even get out of, out of balance and, uh, and, and I need to actually you know, retune and rethink about how I'm engaging in social media and, and making sure that I don't go back into the old sales tactics that I used to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what a lot of people try to do, especially if they're new, is they try to use these things like Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn as sales tools. 
hey, here's this new online course. And, and that's, you can do that, but they try to use it as their main sales tool. And, and by the way, I speak from experience and all this stuff. It doesn't work yeah. because everybody at some point in their life is new to Twitter and you get on. And if you go to Twitter for the very first time and you're like, you look at that site and you say, this is awesome. How come nobody told me about this before? This is going to completely revolutionize my business. I'd say you're crazy. There, there's no way that website makes sense to you the very first time you go to it. But you have to you have to dive in, get your feet wet. It might even take you a couple months or six months or even 12 to get the feel for it. But then, you know, it's it's a really cool thing. It, it doesn't make sense, but you can't go in there and start selling something. Yeah. it's That's not how it works at all. Not even close. But what does happen in the way that it does work to convert people to a sale is to use it to connect and build relationships like you and Eric talk about every single week on here to connect and build relationships and then get them to subscribe to your blog, get them to subscribe to your email newsletter. Those are tools to where you can move it a little bit more, a blog less less so, but you can move more towards making a sale. You can do that really, really well with an email newsletter. And then if you drive a conversation to a phone, if that's your business model, that's where the sale can be made. Right. And and so don't try to get on Twitter and and sell all your crap. We don't care. Um we I had somebody that uh that had connected and I've heard you talk about him. Um I won't, won't say his name, but he connected with me as part of a social experiment on Facebook. He said, "Oh, well, I don't really connect with anybody unless we have dinner at their house." Well, <laughs> so you remember that one? Yep. So he connected with me and I didn't know I heard you talk about it. I didn't know who that was, but then he connected with me. And that just so happens that he connected with me I, on Facebook. I don't use Facebook a lot for business. I put a, a few things out there, uh, much more so on our um, on our uh, fan page. But so he connected with me, and that day, and I didn't know he. Well, he did connect with me. I didn't realize that that was who it was. I just so happened that I ran across a picture. Um, I play in the band at our church. I, normally, I play keys, and uh, it's it, kind of a contemporary church. And uh, we were doing this Beatles song, uh, We Can Work It Out, which is very heavy on accordion. I had never even seen an accordion. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to play this on, uh, you know, on the piano, and it just doesn't sound right, right, on the, uh, just on a keyboard. So somebody had one. I learned it. Somebody took a picture of me. I came across that, and I'm like, hey, this, this was way pre-Facebook. And I'm like, so I posted it on Facebook, and I'm like, here's what I do every so often. I haven't picked up an accordion since then. He wrote me this this message on Facebook, and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm just blown away. I did this experiment, and I tell you, Justin, you have it right. I am tired of connecting with people on Facebook, and they're all trying to sell their stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm tired of it, too. I mean, I've just, I've been unfriending people, not like crazy. Every so often, I'll unfriend somebody on Facebook, because I'm like, I, I'm just tired of every time I see you, you're trying to, to promote or to sell something. Right. And we don't care. I want to know about you as a person. That's what social media is all about. And of course, they're all different. LinkedIn is much more professional. Uh, Twitter is a mix of the two. You can certainly promote some stuff a lot heavier on Twitter. Uh, things live on Twitter. And in most cases, only about five or 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Facebook is much more longer term. So if I put something out on Facebook, I know that people are going to see it a, a lot longer. So I'm not promoting stuff unless it's on our uh, business page. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I use, I, I basically right now, I, I still very much syndicate. I, I start with Twitter and I syndicate everything that I put on Twitter, goes to Facebook and goes to LinkedIn. LinkedIn and Facebook are both pulling things in, but I still try to keep that formula. And and the thing is, is, is personally, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Facebook at all. It, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's just kind of, you know, overwhelming at times with, with all the stuff yeah. that's in there. And and a part of that is because of the way that I've used it. At my personal profile, I've kind of taken the approach of you know adding three thousand people, uh, and and stuff. So it, I don't get that personal feeling from Facebook that I think a lot of people do experience, where it, which is where I think it could be a whole lot better. But with that being said, I still I still see some still see a lot of value, um, and and I am I'm putting out a lot about who I am, a lot about what I'm learning, what I'm going through in my journey. I still every Thursday there's probably about eight you know seven or eight tweets that say hey we're starting this show come join us live which is you know it's promoting something 
you know, that I'm doing and saying, come, come interact. But at the very same time, you know, it's, it's like, you know, Hey, I'm inviting you not just to come see me and how awesome I am, but I want to introduce you to my friend, Justin and the things he's got to say. And, and by golly, look at Steven, Chris, Mickey, Kim, Darcy, Troy, Kylie, Justin, Mark, Carey, Andy, Traub, Ray, Jim, Bruce, Walter, Daryl, uh, Ryan, and 10 other people in the chat room. Come, come be a part of something. And so, you know, what I find is that, you know, it, it all just works out as long as the, I think as long as the intention isn't necessarily how can I, I, I think while step four is convert, it's not the goal. The end goal right. shouldn't be to convert. The end goal shouldn't be to make the sale. The end goal should be to benefit other people's lives by interacting with them in relationship and understanding that these things may ultimately possibly end up in a conversion of a sale or a client some either you know somewhere soon or down the road but that's not the end all be all goal the end all be all goal is that i have some things that i have in my life that i have learned that i'm willing to share with a community of people online about who i am about what i do and let me freely benefit other people's lives and in return reciprocity comes back people will look for ways to benefit you yeah, no, that's that's for sure. And for the people that want to convert, I mean, if you're, hey, how do I use social media is great, but can I get more out of it? Yeah, that's a very small percentage of, you know, here's here's this process, but don't do it just strictly for the fact that you're trying to convert people. You can convert people to sales, but it's it's a very, very, very minuscule percentage of the people that you interact with that you will convert it's a larger percentage over time, but like today I'm interacting with a lot of people and I might convert one of these, one of those people today, I might convert them like six months from now. Right. And, and so it's, it's long-term, it's a very small percentage and you, you need, just like you said, Cliff, you need to approach it from the perspective of how can I go in and serve others and help other people? You know, Zig Ziglar says that, and he's not even talking about social media. You can have everything you want if you help other people get what they want. Yeah. And that's, it's social media. I don't know of a better outlet to do it. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, it, it, it's a lot easier these days, and, and it's so readily available. And not to mention the fact that now there are, there are you know, as, I'm not sure if it's a benefit that Facebook has 500 million people or or if it's if it's a curse that you know Facebook is so much in control of a a certain you know segment of social media but but still the thing is is that you know we do have the ability to reach our target audience almost no matter who our target audience is there are certainly still segments of people who are not engaged in the online world you know mm-hmm. and and stuff like that if, i mean if 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 you were to come to me and you say cliff you know what I'm a, I'm a mace. I'm a, I'm a, I do masonry work. I, I, I brick people's homes. How can I benefit from social media? You know what? I still think that you can benefit from social media. I, I think that there are ways to do it, but your return on investment isn't going to be, and, it, and it's the same for everybody. You're not going to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to get on social media. I'm going to try it out for the next 12 months and see if my business has improved. That's not the way it works. The way it works is that, you know what, if you're a local brick, you know, you brick people's homes, the thing is you 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 actually go through and you build relationships with people online and chances are the people you want to interact with, you will find them and interact with them. And ultimately, I, I just think it all comes out. And, and I think you can do some strategy. You know, uh, Ray Ortega is a good friend of mine. He's uh, He also does a show called um, Produce Picker and, and he does um, in the Podcaster Studio. He actually has on here two things that I want to say. He says, "Hey, if we convert, if somebody become, if we actually build a relationship and somebody becomes a a friend, making a friend should equal a conversion. You know that that should be a conversion in our book, and I like that. Yeah, and and you know that's you, a great measurement. And and the other thing is is you know with strategy, even somebody like a, a local brick builder can use local Twitter searches, local online groups that are you know there's there's plenty of like Cincinnati area focused." new media groups and and social media groups and so there are so many different ways but the thing is is not necessarily how do i make a sale but how do i build relationships and i think that that's the really the return on investment should be the relationships and how you're benefiting people's lives i think you know you know i've certainly 
I can definitely point a lot of income directly to Twitter, directly to Facebook, directly to LinkedIn. But you know what else I can I can point to that I think is more valuable to me is the good feeling I get from when I help somebody through social media as well. And it's not tied to whether or not they exchange monetary, you know, money with me. You know, I I I oftentimes get a good feeling knowing that I've helped benefit somebody else. And and the best part of this would be, you know, pursuing a balanced life, the PABL hashtag that I do. You know, my wife and I got very serious about our health and and I just shared my journey through a podcast, through blogging, through photos, through videos. People saw the physical transformation of my body. And if you go to gspn.tv slash P-A-B-L contagious, two words, or actually P-A-B-L and then the word contagious. That right there is one of my favorite videos or uh, photos and blog posts of social media. And what that photo will do, if you go to gspn.tv slash P-A-B-L contagious, You'll see where on the top photo is a picture of myself and my wife. And in the middle of us is our friend Maggie, who just listened to our podcast. And as a result of being inspired by our journey, she was inspired to also take some of the things that we were sharing about eating more healthy, physical activity. And you can see in the picture below, just a couple months later, just a couple months later, a picture of the three of us. And and I won't tell you what those pictures are. But I'm going to tell you, if you're listening to this podcast, go to gspn.tv slash contagious. And I want to tell you right now, my interaction with social media, my return on investment, as far as I'm concerned, what that photo shows there means a whole... Yeah. Uh, it, means, it means more to me than the monetary gains that I've made through sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's... I took a screenshot of this because people all the time are saying, you know what? You can't do this. I don't understand. Here, here is just one more example in this. Um, so I started following, you know, people put them in different lists. I do Twitter searches. Anyway, this guy doesn't say this to me. He just posts this on Twitter. And this was a while back. Here, here are, are five conversations. And he says, this is insane. I've got a handful of prospective clients for my coaching business and I haven't even started it yet. So I saw that and I replied, that's a great place to be. Let me know if you need any help getting started. And he replies back and he says, I'm always looking for help. So I said, want to grab 30 minutes on the phone next week and talk about it? And in turn, he said, sure, I'd love to. And we have talked so many times. I don't, again, I don't, we've never exchanged any money. It's a great relationship. There's so much going on there. Um, I have no doubt that somewhere down the road, he will spend a lot of money working with me and we'll help him, I'll help him get his business off the ground. Uh, it's just been amazing to see that that happens all the time. That was one screenshot that I took. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my friends, the question here, will social media really work for my business? That's the question. And I think that, um, hopefully today we've provided a little bit of an answer for that question. Justin, I want to say thank you once again. Where can people find you online? Always my pleasure. I'm at coachradio.tv. Coachradio.tv. And if you go to coachradio.tv, you will see his podcast. You'll see his blog, his videos that he does on his blog. You're going to see links to his Twitter, LinkedIn profiles, Facebook, all the other places you can find Justin. And of course, there's no doubt in my mind that if you continue to listen to gspn.tv, there's, there's no doubt that you'll, you'll hear his voice again in the future. <laughs> Justin, thank you so much. My pleasure, Cliff. Thank you. All right, folks, you can give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 859-795-4067. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our gspn.tv plus members. You make this possible. Go over to gspn.tv slash plus for more details. Until next time, join the community.